Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome back, everybody. How you doing? Doing good. How are you? Happy Monday. I know. I was just kind of bummed all weekend, though. Just thinking about Joe. Why? It was my birthday weekend. Why would you be bummed? Oh, you were thinking about Joe Burrow. How how was your birthday weekend? What'd you do? It was excellent. Yeah? Yeah. What did you do? We we went out, we had dinner, and uh, that was all. But still, that was fun. <laughs> no, it was just a good weekend. I don't know. I yeah. I uh, loved every minute of it. Good. It's always good cake. when it's a celebration about you. You know, when it's really fun and you feel the love from all of your friends. I think it was the, the part about hearing from people that I haven't talked to in ages. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Like, I, like former bosses reaching out and saying, hey, man, how are you? I haven't t- <laughs> <laughs> Saw you had a birthday, thought I'd check in. I was like, wow, oh, that's really nice. nice. Good to hear from you. That's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that was good. Uh, Tim is off this entire week for a much-deserved vacation. That's how he's kind of celebrating, uh, or sort of, I guess, extending his birthday. Because mm-hmm. his is the day after mine. And we have a lot of other e-news stuff to get you caught up on. Taylor Swift welcomed to Brazil by Jesus himself. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Also, is there a home improvement spinoff in the works? Uh, we got that story. Plus, Diddy's rape lawsuit is over already. So lots to get you caught up on. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art yep this is a doozy she arrived in brazil late last week for a string of shows and her fans actually lobbied officials in rio to project a welcome message on the massive christ the redeemer statue Really? Can you do that? They projected a T-shirt onto Jesus himself that said, Welcome to Brazil on it. It was made to look like the Junior Jewel shirt that Taylor wears in her You Belong With Me video. Who knew? (laughs) 
Supposedly a deal in place requiring Swifties to donate clean water and bread to the Pope's World Day of the Poor campaign in return. There's no word if they met their goal. That's wild. But Taylor could have used one of Christ's miracles on Friday. This is really sad. A mm-hmm. 23-year-old woman died at her show in Rio. Because of the heat, though, right? Wasn't it, well, isn't it like extreme temperatures? You don't. We don't have a word on the cause of death yet, but the heat was bad, and fans weren't allowed to bring their own water into the stadium. It was 108 so, degrees recorded, I think. It was yeah. over 100. Fans were complaining it felt a lot worse inside the stadium. Taylor was tossing water bottles out to the crowd from the stage, and she even stopped the show to make sure some fans were hydrated. Then she postponed her Saturday show due to the extreme heat. Uh, as for the fan who passed away, Taylor said, I can't believe I'm writing these words, but it is with a shattered heart that I say we lost a fan earlier tonight before my show. I can't even tell you how devastated I am by this. There's very little information I have other than the fact that she was so incredibly beautiful and far too young. Wow. Yeah, you kind of wonder, like, how does that not happen more often? It's just so many people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. During her show Sunday night, she dedicated Bigger Than the Whole Sky to her. Wow. So, that's sad. I know, be hard. I know. Awful. But I suppose you put, you know, that many people together, that many shows. Yeah. In varying weather conditions. Yeah. Something's bound to happen. Well, but. and then with that many people, you know, it just, oh, there are just so many opportunities for things to go sideways. It's really surprising. It doesn't happen more often. Right. Yeah, but remember, too, they were talking about people were camping out to get because th- there wasn't any like assigned seating at some of the venues she was playing in brazil and so people were camping out leading up to the show for weeks mm. so i'm wondering if that had something to do with it too like she was already she was... in a weakened state by the time she got in there. I maybe know. i don't know yeah. well uh speaking of dying it turns out you really can die laughing and actor and comedian john cleese would know because he actually killed a man with his comedy. What? This is a direct quote from John Cleese. He says, Kevin Klein and I killed a man in Denmark. He was a dentist. He had a huge laugh. He had a famous laugh. He was known for his laugh. He was very popular. Everybody knew him. And he went to see the movie A Fish Called Wanda that John Cleese and Kevin Klein starred in. And he started laughing about two minutes in and never stopped. And the story goes, they they carried the guy out dead. He had a heart attack. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. John Cleese co-wrote the movie and starred in it with Kevin Kline, Jamie Curtis, and Michael Palin. It came out in 1988. Wow. Yeah. i never seen that movie. Is it pretty funny? Yeah, it is pretty funny. From what I remember, I laughed quite a bit. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty good. All right, we got to take a quick break. It's 6.30. And is there a home improvement spinoff in the works? There's been talk of a few shows. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You want to spin off of this one? Well, it might just be coming. Tim Allen says there's talk about it. show originally aired for eight seasons on ABC from 1991 to 1999. It was that long ago. I I didn't watch that as religiously as other shows. I feel like we did growing up because it was like the... It was the kids just, were cute. Yes, right. and they we always really thought that the boys were hot. Like, yeah. they had the three boys on the Jonathan show. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was one of them, right? Yep, and then the older one. He was, like, the middle one. Um, did one of them die? I think so. I think the older one did. I think he had some addiction issues. You're kidding. I didn't know. That. I think so. The blonde one. I'll yeah. look it up. Yeah. I think so. Hmm. I think his name was Zach for some reason. That's, like, popping out to me, but I'll yeah. look it up. All right. Well, uh, here's the quote. He says, one of the conversations we've had recently is how weird it would be if the show would be about the kids' kids. Like, if all of them had children and I'm a grandparent. Home re-improvement or something like that. He says that he never felt like the story was done. He said it never felt right. And the time off, the cast got real close where we talked to everybody. And it just, yeah. Hmm. Never quite felt he didn't have closure. The story didn't have closure. No. So, mm. no, I guess he didn't die, but I think he just has issues. But the Wilson died. The guy that played the neighbor. Okay. Whose yeah. face you never saw. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Diddy wasted no time in getting past that lawsuit Cassie filed against him. Just one day after it hit the courts, he's already settled with her. Details of the settlement have not been released, but Diddy says, quote, we have decided to resolve this matter amicably. I wish Cassie and her family all the best. Love. Hmm. Diddy's lawyer added that he was not admitting any wrongdoing by settling the suit. He just wants it to go away. I guess. As quickly as possible, and he wants people to stop talking about it. Yeah, Diddy and Cassie had had an on-again, off-again relationship from... 2007 to 2018. That's a long time. But in her lawsuit, she accused him of trapping her in, quote, a cycle of abuse, violence, and sex trafficking. Wow. As well as sexual battery and gender discrimination. Despite the severity of those accusations, Cassie says, I've decided to resolve this matter amicably on terms that I have some level of control. Wow. So there you go. I mean, if you get accused of all of that and you really didn't do any of it, do you, you know? Do you just settle, right? Right. There was a lot there. I mean, they were together for a long time. That would be hard. That would be hard. Because you're accusing me of something that I didn't do and I'm just, I'm going to give you money to get you to stop lying publicly. Well, I mean, they had a physical sexual relationship throughout that entire time. So that's a very... Uh, from an evidentiary standpoint, cloudy sure. case to clear up. So, I mean, when they, he looked at the dollars and cents of it, I yeah. expect his attorney said, you really don't want to go through this. <laughs> yeah, and certainly if he was guilty of it.
doesn't want all of those details right being out there. So if there's even anything that even looks like looks bad for you, you might want to just cut and button run. this up. Yeah, yeah. But he, she was going to write like a tell-all book about all of the things they did while they were together too. So I think as a part of that deal, like she's not allowed to talk about anything that happened while they were together. Right. Mm-hmm. What money can buy. Also, what did she see? You know, that he's like kind of keeping her quiet about. You know what I mean? Like the parties, the the whatever. You that can is, only imagine. Yeah. Right. What other stuff could he potentially right. be liable for? And that's what I'm curious about. That's yeah. in my opinion, I don't know what happened with them, but I think she has probably just been around so much that he's just like, I don't want you talking about anything. Yeah, you know she saved stuff over the years. And oh, yeah. Probably got just, a lot on him. I just get so curious because mm-hmm. I just think there's all kinds of seedy stuff going on <laughs> with famous people. Hollywood. That have, that have a lot of money and power. Oh, Hip-hop honey, it, world. It ain't just famous people. I know. No, exactly. It's true, but they have access there's to a lot There's stuff going on right stuff. in your own backyard. <laughs> what are you trying to tell us, Jeff? I'm just saying. <laughs> What did you really do for your birthday, Jeff? <laughs> he ate a lot of really good food. He I'll sent me never a, tell. He, he sent me a lot of pictures that are real. I was like, where did you eat? This looks so good. So I'm getting ready to put up our weekend pics, and you could see Jeff's entire buffet of food. Yeah, Boca was good. Their their food is just so pretty. It is too. pretty. It comes out on a plate. It's just, that's <laughs> gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And delicious, but. Yeah. <sighs> All right, so Loudwire compiled the list of the most expensive guitars sold at an auction. Here are the top ten. Kurt Cobain's acoustic electric guitar used on MTV Unplugged, $6 million. Wow, that's awesome. What a great freaking thing to have, though. Like, if you love if Nirvana. You were a fan, if you were a big fan, yeah. That was my favorite album they ever put out was their Nirvana Unplugged album. It was amazing. Kurt Cobain's 1969 Fender Mustang from the Smells Like Teen Spirit video, $4.6 million. Eddie Van Halen's custom Kramer guitar from the Hot for Teacher video, $3.9 million. Wow. I know it. David Gilmore of Pink Floyd's Black Strat, uh, $3.9. A Fender Strat signed by many artists like Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Sting, Paul McCartney, Brian May, and Jimmy Page to raise funds for Asia. After an earthquake and tsunami in 04, 2.7 million. And then John Lennon's acoustic electric Gibson J160E, $2.4 million. Wow. So how about that, right? Yeah. Big Nothing. money. Big money. Big You're money. not kidding. Well, even something as big as Star Wars has had its share of mistakes, True. but none as big as a television special called. The Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, God. <laughs> and it was such a blunder, such a big mistake. There's even a documentary about it, about how and why it happened. Of course, everybody's doing a documentary now about this, that, or the other thing. But it's still funny. And here's part of it. You got Weird Al Yankovic weighing in, Seth Green, Paul Shear. Uh, Taron Killam, Gilbert Gottfried, Donny Osmond, all talking about this blunder. 1978, Lucasfilm made a huge mistake they prefer we all forget. The Star Wars Holiday Special. The Star Wars Holiday Special is sort of like 
the holy grail. So funny and so stupid at the same time. We have seen something that we weren't supposed to see. How did this happen? When 70s TV was bad, <laughs> there was no description for it. How in the world is George Lucas allowing this to happen? Yeah, if you want to see more on that, the documentary is called A Disturbance in the Force. Mm. And it's on Blu-ray and digital December 5th. Uh, the trailer says it hit theaters over the weekend, if you can find it. That sounds right up your alley, Jen. I know. I'll have to check it out in all my spare time. You really <laughs> want to get into the weeds of it. For sure. I was kind of excited to hear this. Robert Pattinson and Suki Waterhouse are expecting their first child. Oh, they are? Yes. Are Ed they married? Edward's or about together? to be a dad. I think they're just engaged oh, and okay. have been. But they've been together for a really long time. She an actress? So I think she's a singer. She's really pretty, too. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not even really sure. Or was his last girlfriend was a singer? And this one's an actress. She's an English model. actress and singer-songwriter. There you go. Oh. She's both. Yes. That's going to be a pretty baby. Yep, for sure. And Mariah Carey performed two nights of her Christmas tour at the Hollywood Bowl over the weekend. This is her on Friday night singing a duet of Jesus Born on This Day, and she sang it with her 12-year-old daughter, Monroe. courtesy of Chloe Kardashian's Instagram. I was going to say That's that. Funny. I saw that that the entire Kardashian clan went. I guess Kris Jenner got them all tickets. She was there with her sister Kim, their daughters, and Kris, yeah. Yeah, they all went together, and she's put up a really pretty post that was like, thanks, Mommy, for taking us to see the queen. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> and that was a part of it. But she sounds good. Don't you guys think her daughter, Monroe? Yeah. Sure. Sounds pretty good to be 12. I, I don't know if she's got her mother's voice quite yet, but maybe someday. Gosh, I mean, Jennifer Lopez's daughter's been on stage, mm -hmm. Beyonce's. That's pressure, though, when you're a kid. Like, uh, you know, my mom is a, like, yeah, she's the best of the best, you know? You think Well, it can go yeah. that way, or it could be, be like, oh, my mom's so great. I'm great, too. Yeah, but I, I can't wait to do what mom does. Like, the little kids, I mean, I can imagine them being, like, they're so used to being in the arenas that they are like, I want to go out there with you. You know, that's how my kid was one time when Jeff and right. I were working the breast cancer walk. I was like, you can just sit down there. And she's like, no, I want to go up on the stage. I'm oh, like, yeah. all right, have a seat. Jacob's always on stage with See? me. And he wants the microphone. So it makes sense that the kids <laughs> the kids are just following in their parents' footsteps. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're there to see Jacob, really. Yes, for sure. Oh, God, yeah. and you are not kidding. I mean, they're happy to you see you. You are but... not kidding. <laughs> I, where was I? I was in the post office all by myself. And this older woman, she's like, does a double take and looks at me. And she goes, are you Jacob's mom? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it happens all the time. Okay. I love that. I get that from Kristen. So. <laughs> I know what it's like. Yep, 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 yep. All right, anything else? Nope. We'll leave it there for now. That's your latest E-News. We'll have more for it coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a... Uh, car pass, car load pass. 
yeah, I guess you call it a carload pass. Because mm-hmm. uh, you have to pay for the carload. Yeah, you pay for the carload. So however many people you can jam into the car for Christmas nights of light at Coney Island. That's all straight ahead next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Rich's friend, Carla. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hi, Carla. Welcome Hi. to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Oh, I'm doing okay. Yeah, it's Monday, right? We didn't think you really existed. We thought you were a figment of Rich's imagination. He's just making fun of me because growing up, my imaginary friend's name was Carla. <laughs> for real? I oh, swear yes. to God, yeah. I used to play with her all the time. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Yep. So that's we're instant fun. besties, I said it Carla. Okay, because I'm home with a broken leg. So. Oh no! no. Oh. How'd you do that? Fell down my steps. Oh god, <laughs> I've been there too. Huh. Yeah. Sucks. Not fun. Not fun at all. All right, tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, and you're out for a big, fun, exciting night for sure. Carlo. Okay. When does it start? It's open now, Jen, and it goes through December 31st. Okay. At Coney Island. So here we go. Is it a? Bowling Alley posts sign that says, wash your fingers before inserting them in our balls. <laughs> is it B, Rage Room employees kindly ask that you keep it in your pants? Or C, Chuck E. Cheese starts handing out leashes to parents whose kids run in the restaurant? I'm going to go with A. No, it's not A. Oh. It's actually B. They're having an issue in Rage Rooms of people taking off their pants. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah, and I didn't even know what a Rage Room was. Mm. Um, but if you've never heard of this, rage rooms are places where you can pay to destroy stuff with baseball bats and sledgehammers. We have one downtown. There used to be one downtown and over the Rhine. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, where you could huh. go in and just, like, hit stuff. It was pretty cool. Yeah, everything from teacups to old printers and uh, broken big screen TVs and the ideas that's supposed to relieve stress. So you go to this place and, you know, you pay a little fee or whatnot, and they, you know, give you some goggles and a sledgehammer, and you basically go to town. But according to a new report, more and more couples are using their time in the rage room to engage in filthy behavior. Filthy, (laughs) Filthy. I tell you. Just pure filth. Yeah, those rooms usually have cameras, but it's, it's not stopping people. So the managers and employees at many of America's rage rooms are asking people to stop with all the sex stuff. Yeah, cut out the sex stuff. Not what they're for. That's right. That's a different kind of rage. It is. One owner of a rage room in Georgia says he has seen heavy petting and intense makeout sessions about twice a month. He said people even strip down to their underwear sometimes. Wow. Mm. 
The owner of a place in Vegas even watched a couple lay down on a floor covered in broken glass. Mm-hmm. And employees at a rage room on Long Island say they've seen people getting it on in the parking lot after their session. Is there something erotic about going well, to a rage room and destroying stuff? Isn't I mean, don't aren't there people and couples that have great sex after a really big argument? Yes. Is this the same kind oh, of, you know, you release a lot of endorphins or something when you... You know, destroy things, and then all of a sudden, uh, everything else gets stirred up, too. Well, I was thinking, too, it's like such a release to be able to get rid of all that stress that maybe you feel excited. Yeah, experts weighed in on this, uh, and they say there could be a few reasons we're seeing this type of behavior in rage rooms. Uh, There is something to be said for doing something that's normally not allowed, like destroying a TV, Mm -hmm. which can lead to feelings of wanting to be bad in general. And watching your partner be in control can be a turn on for some people sure. too. All that destruction also increases blood flow to all parts of the body, and just the adrenaline boost alone can cause urges. One expert says that's why contestants on shows like The Bachelor tend to bond over the, those crazy dates, you know, like where maybe they go bungee jumping together oh, yeah, or. Yeah skydiving or whatnot, jumping out of an airplane, when the source of arousal is ambiguous, sometimes we attribute it to the person, though, instead of the situation. Gotcha. Mm. Well, just keep your pants on, people in keep public. Your pants. Just me. Everybody just keep their pants on in public, and everything will be just fine. They don't want to <laughs> see it. It is 17 after 7 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102 coming up. Tips to avoid a brown Friday. You've heard of Black Friday. You really want to avoid yes, Brown Friday. Yeah. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Boss, you may want to rethink praising your employees. Yeah, stop it. It is Monday, the 20th of November, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to the... Excuse me. Before we get to those stories, uh, if you are hosting Thanksgiving and are not feeling 100% confident... In your plumbing. Oh, boy. You oh. might want to get on that now. Because you do not want a plumbing problem. This is you so funny. Not. Jeff, you're talking about this story, and literally behind you, the Arlinghouse Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning commercial is on. That's funny. Featuring one of their top plumbers, Andy. I would literally, when you said that, I looked up at the TV, and I'm and like, there it was. Oh, yeah. Andy? Well, uh, Roto-Rooter... would like to remind America that Black Friday is also known as Brown Friday in plumbing circles. Yep, yep. Because... It's a bad day. 
Uh, Brown Friday is the busiest day of the year for plumbers. I and mean, is, is should, do they get paid extra? Because they should probably have, that's like a hot, most, most places, you know, businesses get Fridays off unless you're in retail. Oh, is that considered so, a uh, you know, holiday pay? Right. So do they get holiday pay, I wonder? is it? Yeah, that would suck, I guess, if. I mean, Suck you figure the they're going to get that anyway on Thursday. They getting that on Friday too? No, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Yeah this this uh, this Black Friday, known as Brown Friday to plumbers, really is the busiest day of the year for plumbers. It's not a myth. In fact, they expect to get fifty percent more calls this Friday than average. Wow! And it's not only because our toilets will see a lot more punishment this weekend. <laughs> I mean, that's part of it. That is a big part of it. Uh, but Roto-Rooter says the main culprits besides clogged toilets are kitchen sinks mm-hmm. and also garbage disposals. They say a lot of people just do not realize that their plumbing is partially clogged until guests arrive. Yeah. And then, and then too many people can overwhelm the system. So you could be dealing with a partial clog right now. Just from everyday usage, but it it hasn't become an issue because you haven't really challenged the system yet. Yeah, yeah. But you will this this weekend. Yeah, but the garbage disposal thing makes sense, too, because, like, I think people think that they can put whatever they want in the sink, turn it on, and just, you know, it'll go away. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. I I, I took, uh, like, a thing of old rice that I thought was harmless you know because it had sat in the fridge for a few days and it, it didn't seem like a lot yeah um and i'm thinking you know it's rice i mean this ought to break down it's been cooked sure mm-hmm. um but uh i guess i just put too much down there and, and eventually it, 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 up. It, it backed up and Ugh. you know there could have been there could have been other stuff back down there too so i mean when they when when he ran the snake down there it was Bad. He said, man, you clogged that good. You know what else, too, I learned from Andy, actually, was that you can't, like, you're not really recommended to put things down the drain that expand with water. Like, for example, Scott once. would be that. Well, yes. But Scott also one time put some spaghetti noodles right. down the disposal and ended up, same situation, Jeff, getting it jammed, but it's because it didn't go all the way through the drain. So when the water would go, it would just get bigger and bigger and bigger. But huh. then I've seen, like, this is the back and forth that Krista and I have, because I've seen her dump eggshells down that thing. And I'd be like, what are you doing? They She's tell like, you not to do that, too. Well, see, she told me the opposite. She said a plumber told her that they're good at cleaning out the, the blades. Why well, aren't you supposed to throw ice down there every once in a while, too, to sharpen the blades? Hell if I know. I don't know either. What's yeah. that thing good for if we can't put everything we want down there? You know, there are plumbers listening right now who are screaming at the radio. Well, yeah. tell us. Call don't in. do anything. So right. here here are, so this is from uh, Roto-Rooter. If you're hosting people, do not offer flushable wipes because uh, they're not really that flushable. They're not flushable at all. That's like, I did this game one time with... Andy, and it was like called flush or no flush and he pretty much was like the only thing you should put down the toilet is you know your toilet paper and your body stuff yeah. you know like what leaves the body and what that's organic and, matter and literally that's <laughs> it like you know your system's not meant for that kind of stuff 
Uh, if you have a lot of guests and your plumbing isn't great to begin with, ask them to wait 10 minutes between showers uh, <laughs> because that'll give the pipes a little more time to drain. Although that, to me, that sounds like an issue that needs to be addressed. Instead of playing that game, just get a plumber out there and take care of it. Yeah. Uh, while you're cooking, don't pour fats or cooking oils down the drain because they will solidify inside your pipes and create clogs. That probably includes bacon grease as well, wouldn't it? Oh, For yeah. sure. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you put it down there, it looks liquid because it's hot. Right. But then when it gets down there and it and the Ooh. temperature goes down, it that's when it solidifies. Uh, don't put starchy things like potato peels in your garbage. What can you put down your garbage disposal? The, what is that even there for if we can't use it for all these things? Yeah, what is safe to put Why? down the garbage disposal? What can we put down there? Why have it if it's so bad for your system? Yeah. Yeah, they say don't put things like potato peels in your garbage disposal since they don't break down well either. They say you should toss or compost them instead. Just compost, people. Yes. That's what you need to be doing. Okay. So, think about where you work. Think about your boss. Think about the relationship between you and your boss and the relationship between your boss and various coworkers. Okay. Does your boss play favorites at work? Because here's how that can backfire. A new study found that when managers praise one employee too much. <laughs> what happens? Let's see if it's true. <laughs> the theory is that it can make that person start acting like a jerk to everyone else. Oh, a little arrogant, huh? A little full of themselves, thinking that they run the show. Or I never really feel like Jeff gets arrogant. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tim either, really. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, he's very don't. humble. Even though they're the favorites, which yeah. we know and we're fine with. Yeah, we're good. The ladies understand. <laughs> what are you getting we single get out for? They could even start. <laughs> they could even start handing out orders. Yeah, acting like they're better than you, or acting like they rank higher than you when they don't. Yeah. Now, have you seen this? You may not behave in this manner, but have you seen other favorites do that? No. Does this I, sound familiar at all to you? I do no. think, I think in the case of like. Um, not here, I don't think. No, one but I. that used to work here, I think maybe. Who? Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. Oh. Sometimes. It felt like he got a little pushy sometimes. Got a little, started to think that he was a little bit more But when I think about. I didn't experience that. When I think about sibling dynamics, because it kind of feels the same way, like when you're the favorite kid, you do kind of get a little bit edgier and, you know, kind of boss people around. Yeah. A little more. Since I'm mom's favorite, you should probably do blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't know if it happens like that with the boss, but in family dynamics, for sure. Well, and that's what the experts are saying can happen in workplaces. So that begs the question, should bosses and managers play it safe and just stop praising people altogether? <laughs> no, because you need that praise. Right. Some do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. But but the point they're making is they should try to dole out those compliments as evenly as possible. Yeah. If you go if you go above and beyond, your boss should still acknowledge the above and beyond. 
They just need to make sure they don't single you out too much. I mean, there's a way there's there's a way to do it to take someone aside. You don't it's have to do it in front, front of, of everybody that's... all the time. Right. But what's 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 the deal with this little pin thing that's going on here in the building? The pin? People I have no are, idea. People never. are getting pins, Jeff. Did you know this? No. Fritch has gotten I a pin. I have two. You got Tim, a pin? Tim's gotten a couple of pins. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so a, like just, an actual pin? You guys that just yeah. don't work as hard as we do. Exactly. See? So we, we haven't gotten a pin. Have you gotten a pin? I haven't gotten a pin. No, well, but if know, it... What are the pins for exactly? I don't really know. There's like... A, there's, I don't really know exactly how it works, but there's like four, I think four different colors and each of them is for like a different thing. Like, it's like I, a merit badge. And who's doling out the pins? Well, I got one of mine from Mike Frederick, who is our like president and CEO locally, I guess. He's the he's the vice president, vice president general manager. He oversees yes. all of the Hubbard he's the big boss. owned he's big. properties. Yeah, yeah, he's a big deal. But I got one of those. And what but does it say? I got, I don't know. It just says the Hubbard little thing on there. But I, he, they write like a note on there. And I got that because of all of the work that I've done on the fund committee, which is an and extra, it's an extra thing that I've kind of taken on that you don't really get paid for. But, you know, it takes up time. So, so what's the other one? What's the other the one? The other one was from Patty, our boss, because uh-huh. when, again, when Arlinghouse came in and they were recording some commercials one time, like, I kind of went above and beyond to, like, help them with, you know, recording, and it was, like, uh, Heather's birthday, so I gave them some crumble cookies, and she just was like, I just want to let you know that uh, I heard that you had a really good client session, and so I wanted to appreciate to you, you for, that. for that. That's yeah. all. That's great. That's all yes. very nice. So, nice. so if if we want a pin, what what do Jen and I have to do to get one? <laughs> I mean, work harder. Work hard. Never mind. Uh, yeah, That's I don't okay. need a pin. You I don't need, need it pin. that badly. Uh, no. no, I don't yeah. even know where I. No, put it's it. really nice. It's a nice incentive, I think, for people that you know. I feel like we feel appreciated often, and it's a nice incentive for an additional thing. Although, I feel. Although now that well, you're asking for it, I don't really know if you deserve. We're not one. asking. We're, Jeff nope, is, we're or you are. No, we're just asking how you get one. Oh. We did, we're just uh, wanting to understand the process. Now that we know, we, now we're that good. We know we're totally good. Uh, you know, because <laughs> I'm okay are, with being mediocre. Those are kind of replacing the former fired up awards. Yes. Yeah, so this every, is on a smaller, a more much, personal level. Because yeah, quarterly we used to have these big luncheons, company wide luncheons, and. Each department would pick someone in the department to receive a fired up award, and it was the, they were these trophies of these big, pretty flames. And I mean, there were some people in this building that had two or three. Did anybody have four? I know there was a, there is a, someone who has four. I don't, I'm not Minda, sure. I think had four. Did yeah. she? Didn't she have four? She, she is fired up. That yeah, one. she was super fired up. I've got two, but it was exhausting. <laughs> oh, we had to work really That's hard. That's why I stopped yeah. working so hard. <laughs> right. No, I feel like the, uh, the, the company appreciates, I feel appreciated every other Friday. I agree. I'm with you. I think they do a pretty darn good job. Even if we don't have pins, we don't need pins. We're fine. Yeah. They do a pretty good job. I'm sure you'll get one now that no, you've No, I don't want one this. now because now it doesn't matter. Now it doesn't count. Party? What party? <laughs> I wasn't there. But if you go above and beyond, your boss should still acknowledge the good work. Uh, maybe in the form of a pin. Uh, they just <laughs> they just need to make sure they don't single you out too much. Like saying something specific like, you did a great job on that project, Fritch, is better than a broad statement about how good of a worker you are in general. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they're recommending being specific. Yeah. Uh, like that Arlinghouse 
job. Yes, and the fun committee. And, yeah. You know, it's kind of subtle how they distribute the pins if they're just, like, leaving them somewhere for you to find with a little note kind of thing. Yes, that's that... exactly how it is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how I got mine. According to the study, managers should be mindful that how they treat their employees has an impact on how the employees treat each other. Yeah. That's really interesting. That is true. Well, that's the truth because if, like, Tim gets overly praised all the time, then He's other... gotten, like, four or five or six pins, I think. But then other people will be like, well, I'm working <laughs> just as hard as Tim, and I'm not getting pins. Yeah. You know, that's that could be a tood. That could yeah. be a problem. The comparing yeah. mind will screw you up every single time. Oh, yeah. But if I also you, think, If you compare, like, you lose every time. But don't you Even feel if you think like you win, you lose. people are more willing to take on and do more when they feel appreciated? Sure. I like, think that's so. the thing. I feel like when you feel appreciated, Jeff's like, not me. Well, I but, like, uh, <laughs> but I think it's. No, I didn't I'm say anything. Enough. <laughs> Obviously, I'm doing enough. No, but you I feel like careful. it's the appreciation <laughs> thing. <laughs> Because if you start getting appreciated all the time, then they're going to constantly expect that level of performance out of you. you That's know? what his point the is. The pressure is on, That's Jeff's right? point, yeah. I know it is. So, yeah, yeah, just be careful about the precedent you set because there is the <laughs> expectation of consistency. Oh, God, I remember, I remember where I screwed myself once very early on. Like, the, the crappiest job when you're an on-air talent is to have to well at least it was for me i know it's not the case here the job rod what rodney lear does he does beautifully and he loves it every sunday morning his show that's a public service show i love his show when i catch it yes and he sunday morning magazine he's our public affairs director public affairs director exactly that's a great job well i was given that job early on and it involved writing a report of everything that we talked about. Now, our public from affairs a public show, stan- from, from a public, public service affairs, standpoint, exactly. Right. Well, our public affairs show I hosted, and it was thirty minutes, basically, of me reading PSAs of events that are going on around town. Yeah, that was for thirty minutes. I'm just ripping and reading. Oh, the, the VFW's got this benefiting this this weekend, and. Right. It was a it was a pain in the butt. It was a rip and read. It was a rip and read. Yeah. But I would I what I did because I was trying to impress the boss when I had to do a, the written report, I wrote every single PSA that I read. Oh geez. So it was literally like hundreds of pages at the end of the quarter. You know, because I'd done twelve, thirteen shows with countless PSAs in each one. And I hand them this report and they're like, damn. This is the best report we've ever gotten. Wow. <laughs> this is a, and I was not thinking because now yeah. I had just. Congratulations. You're our public affairs yes, director. Yes, that's exactly what happened. And I ended up having to do that job for years yeah. before I got to hand it off to somebody else. So, yeah. See? Yes. Learn you that lesson. Be, yes. I never again. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Did a great job out of the gate like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you try to find the one thing you're really, really good at. Right. That you know you can consistently do. Right. And enjoy. And enjoy. And enjoy. That's the thing, you know. And just keep hitting that out of the park. Right. That's the trick. You'll be good. Yep. Uh, when the economy was bad, young adults were moving back home with their parents. Well, now that economy has rebounded, and Gen Z is now saying, see you, parents, and they're moving in with Gen X? What? For romance? What? We will have the story 
coming up a little later on in this half hour. Plus, shop till you drop. Make sure your cheat sheet is up to date. We are right smack dab in the middle of, let's see, what is this? Round five, the home round. Home round. So that comes up in about two or three minutes. But first, Nine News consumer reporter John Matarese is here. One thing that John excels at, that he's really good at, better than anybody else. Yes. He saves us money. I hope to. Do I get a pin for that? Yes, Yes. you get a pin. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Save you money. Oh, Jeff, happy birthday. Thank you, John. A couple days ago, I think, right? It was uh, Saturday. Saturday. I hope you had a good one. It was excellent. Good. This is the week, though. You got to get out there and you shop and you spend. And that's what we all do. And yes. Jen's already been on this morning because she's looking for the I'm deals. I'm looking around. I'm and checking things you out. You know, Black Friday used to be that day after Thanksgiving. And then it was Thanksgiving night and things mm-hmm. were crazy. Mm-hmm. And now it's a whole month of deals. But if you're looking for the big Black Friday sales, people have actually been asking me, John, say, is there like a day to shop anymore for Black Friday? And the answer is yes, but you kind of need to know what to buy when. And that's what we've been talking about uh, the past week or so. Because some sales are online now, but the big ones hit. This is the key day, is Wednesday. All right, Wednesday. Wednesday. Because Wednesday is when Walmart goes live at about noon with their full sale. Everything is on Black Friday. And that's changed because it used to be Thursday. It used to be Thanksgiving. And even when we moved to online Black Friday three years ago, it was still always Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. But now they want to spread out the shopping. They don't want everyone jumping on their website all at the same time and crashing it, which happened. So when they've spread it out, they start Wednesday. And so everybody else kind of follows Walmart's lead. That's when the biggest sales happen. However, Best Buy has gotten a jump on things. And they started their big sale, which they claim is their Black Friday sale they started it over the weekend. Oh, Ooh. So Best Buy says if you go there now, you will get Black Friday pricing. That's what they're saying. You don't have to wait. But if you want the best deals, again, Walmart. I was looking at Apple Watches, and there's some decent deals right there, right out there now on Amazon and on Best Buy. But I saw that Walmart on Wednesday is going to drop like another $20 off oh. Apple really? Watch. And so I'm wondering whether... Best Buy is going and Target are going to match that come Wednesday. So that's kind of the key day. Doesn't Best Buy match anyway, though? Like if you, because for example, I feel like I've been in there before. And like you a can, price match guarantee. Yes, I feel, yes. And so I think they do that where yes. they'll match it anyways, yes. won't they? If you pull it up and show them. If you pull them. up and show them, but you have to go to the store and pull it up on the Walmart yeah. ad. So I do know that Wednesday, uh, the prices of Apple Watches drops at Walmart. And I would think it's going to drop the other stores too it's not like we used to have those flyers the black friday oh, flyer yeah. and you'd look at it and you'd see you can get a playstation right. for 3.99 when I mean, you would get the sunday paper and yes, it was like 85 all those black friday 10 years ago all the black friday ads you don't so now you just go to the websites and you check around but your best bet will be wednesday thursday and obviously friday it does stand a reason the black that uh, best buy did it early because you want to get the tv in time for everybody coming over so yeah, you watch yeah. the football why game. not get out there today or tomorrow and get that 65 or 75 inch tv also hell yeah 65 inch tvs we're talking three hundred dollars on black friday isn't that amazing at, wow. at walmart That's and insane. best that buy is wow. those used to be twelve hundred dollars at for, least for a 65 inch tv Man. and they got some some for around 300. you remember Crazy. when the 50 inch plasmas came out and oh they were God. like Thousands. five six In grand thousands yes. when they first came out like Nuts. 20 years ago so it's unbelievable how much the prices have dropped on tvs and that's great that's wild the other question that's people awesome. say is what about cyber monday 
Will the deals get better next Monday for Cyber Monday? For the most part, no. And here's why. Cyber Monday tends to be the leftover day. It's like you're eating that leftover turkey and mm-hmm. cranberry sauce. Well, Cyber Monday is Black Friday leftovers. It's basically, oh, wow. you know, the stores sell. are stuck with, oh, my goodness, we have too many of these TCL TVs. So they cut the price again. So you can find good deals on Cyber Monday, but it is kind of leftovers. And lately, the past few years have been more clothing oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're looking for clothing and shoes, Cyber Monday tends to be the big one for that. What wow. about Crock-Pot? Right. I'm in the mood for a Crock-Pot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I busted my uh, bowl on my Crock-Pot, mm-hmm. and to replace the bowl, it's like 60 bucks. No. Which I was like, I could buy a brand-new new Crock-Pot for, for less than that. Exactly. Yeah, this is a great week to buy a Crock-Pot. Like or little inst- appliances. Instant Pot, uh, those mixers. Yeah, this is a great week. But uh, I'd look around now, but I think Wednesday is when the lowest, lowest, lowest prices That's good. are going to hit. All right. Wow. So enjoy your Black Friday shopping. Yeah. Jen's got Jen's got like six Jen's browser ready. things. Oh man, six let me pages tell you, I got open a on her browser. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, she is ready you know, to go. I've gotten a lot done already because I was an insider at Crocs. Ah. So oh. they sent me like I got the Black Friday deal starting last weekend. But really? That's, I'm an insider, John. Did you get did you get free gibbets with them? Oh no, I didn't get any free gibbets, but <laughs> I got very big discounts. Ooh, were you shopping just for exciting. you or for other no. people? Oh, I'm bringing other people into the mix. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, guys, have a great Thanksgiving. As I always say, don't waste your All right. Thanks, what are you John. working on for tonight? Oh, we're talking Friday. safe online shopping this week. The warning signs, that great deal and that great website are really a scam. Mm. All right, buddy. We'll see you. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. is looking for a second date update with a guy named Shane. Hi, Lauren. Hi. So let's start from the beginning. Tell us how you met Shane and how the first date went. Yeah, so I met him on Bumble, and I was super excited to go out with him. He just seemed really nice, like a really nice, genuine, good guy, you know? And I'm so surprised that I have not heard from him since our date. I mean, he really... From everything that I could tell, he did not seem like the kind of guy who would just ghost somebody at all. So, of course, I've been over here just racking my brain, trying to figure out what I could have possibly done to turn him off. Hmm. I will say, you know, something I've been kind of playing with, like, I know I, I consider myself to be a really, really honest person. And that can scare people sometimes, I think. I just, I do not have the energy to lie or stretch truths or anything because I've just learned, like, once you tell one lie, then you have to keep telling more lies. Yep. You the original lie. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can't, you know, you have to remember all of them. And I just, I, like, I can't. And I, I learned that the hard way. So I've decided there's, like, no sugarcoating or dancing around topics or anything. I just, like, say how I feel and, and what I think. So do you, um, do you think you maybe said something that was just so brutally honest that it turned him off? Like, did you did you wade into politics or get into a debate about a social issue? Or did you reveal <laughs> too much from your past, do you think? I don't really think so. Like, I've been thinking about that, and I can't 
think of anything that he would have reacted badly to in any way. Um, and, you know, we actually, like, we, we did share a lot of those things, actually. Like, we did share a lot about our past and about politics and family life and priorities and, like, all of those kinds of things. And I'm also, like, really good at reading people for the most part. And so just based on his body language and everything, there was nothing that seemed like he wasn't totally into it and in agreement and sincere. Like, on those issues of politics and all of those things that can go, can be a little wonky, which I I actually like to talk about in the beginning because, like I said, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm going to be me. Like, I want you to be you, all of that. But he seemed to be in 100% agreement, like total agreement. Okay, so nothing shocked him. No, and like even when he was the one to share his, you know, his side of things first, you know what I mean? The whole thing was like an ideal first date. You know, we had a great dinner. We went back to my place. He stayed the night. It was all good. Oh, stayed the night. (laughs) Yeah, like because I'm telling you, it was a great date. That was a good date. Yes. Yeah. Now, um, now, this has come up on Second Date Update before where we'll reach out to someone and say, hey, why did you ghost this person? They say, well, I didn't ghost him. I just, we didn't make any plans. Like, we just, there was nothing implied that we were going to get together again. It was a fun dinner. Well, they feel like it's a hookup. Like, they have, because it felt like a beginning, mm-hmm. a middle, and an end. Like, the dinner, the hookup. Yeah. Talk to you later. Maybe. Yeah. Right. No, that's legit. True. Yeah. Have you tried to, like, talk to him or text him or anything? I have. And, like, I'm just thinking about some of the things we talked about. And I, I think it was pretty clear that I would want to see him again. I feel like I made my intentions super, super clear. And, you know, at the end of the night, he thanked me for good night. He kissed me goodbye, all that. And, like, I said, talk to you later. He smiled at me, kissed me again. And, yes, I've tried to reach out. Like, it was, I guess that was about, that was, like, four days ago. And, yeah, I've tried texting him twice. But, nothing you said you made it clear that you wanted to see him again did you find it hard to nail him down in that moment no and i mean when i say that it wasn't like i wasn't trying to make like a specific next date plan but you just made Um, it clear that you were open or hoping to see him again yeah and like you know and just in terms of like what i was looking for and you know Okay. In my dating life right now. And, right. and you know, we, like, really were hitting it off. So okay. I I feel like I feel like that was, was pretty clear. Like I said, I try to be really honest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're too honest. I don't know. I People got me. the weirdest hang-ups about the weirdest crap, you they know? They really do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll call Shane and see what's going on. That sounds good. I would love to know. (laughs) We'll do it next as Second Date Update continues here at Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Okay, Lauren met Shane on Bumble. They had a lovely date. One of the refreshing things about this particular date was that, uh, well, Lauren's an honest person anyway, and so they were able to kind of go everywhere. They talked about this, that, and the other thing, pretty much everything under the sun. It really felt to her like their 
philosophically in line. We hear this often, and good for Lauren for going there and being honest and not sugarcoating things because, hey, why waste their time? Why waste your time? Yep. And uh, the date was so great, they ended up going back to her place or his place? I don't remember, Lauren. It was uh, my place. And uh, you made it clear that you were open to seeing him again. You kind of got the same vibe from him, but after a couple of attempts to reach out, nothing. Exactly. Okay, the age-old second date update. It's how it starts, right? That is how it starts. You heard it before. Let's call him up. Let's see what he says. Hi, Shane? Yeah, it is. There he is. It's Jeff and Janet, Q102. How are you this morning? Uh, pretty medium. <laughs> How are you guys? That's How a great honest. response. Yeah. I love that. He's, he's honest, too. Wait, I know what this is. Well, yeah, it's a second date update. I'm not sure we're talking about the same person. Have you been dating more than one person? Uh, no, just one, and it, this seems right up her alley, so I'm not surprised, actually. Okay, so, well, then let's talk about Lauren. She seems nice. She seems honest. It sounds like you had a fun date because you went back to her place. Yeah, and Yeah, there was good stuff for sure, and, and honest, to say the least. I never met anybody this honest. She's, uh, there's nothing that's up there for uh, question. She tells you like it is from the start. So, and was there anything off-putting that came up during your dinner conversation that you thought, "Yeah, I don't know about this one." No, you know, she said she was looking for the special guy that would be her cuff through Valentine's. Oh, and then like the way she even worded it was with an option to renew. It was very <laughs> technical and precise and organized. You know? Yeah, I love um, the reference to cuffing season because that is a thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, you know, you kind of want to yeah. have someone nailed down for the holidays, at least. Well, that right? way you don't have to live it alone. The holidays alone sucks. It kind of seemed like it was all about her the way she worded it that way, though. You know, it was like for her purposes. You know, it wasn't our is the question, the problem. Oh, but that's anyways, interesting. Well, she had a whole checklist of qualifications, family background, politics. Uh, that was a hot button for her family. And uh, she said we'd be hanging out with the family a lot. So that was Best we're on the same page with sports and travel and everything. Yeah. I mean, huh. it was a full interview. Ooh. What kind of, you know, maybe it's the best way to do it because we did line up. I mean, there was a lot of stuff we had in common and we definitely hit it off. Yeah. But, uh, were you, you expecting know, to hook up that night? No, no way. Who knew where she was going? But we were going wherever she said. I know that much. That's funny. And, uh, she was. To, she told us to go back to her place. And you being the good guy that you are. I'm a trooper. Yeah, boy. <laughs> it, like, it was hot. She was hot being this assertive. There is something sexy about that. Oh, my God. It was it was great. But when you stop and you kind of add it all up, you're, you're saying, am I going to be at her mercy on what she calls from here on in? You know, she was, uh, she was that bossy when it came down to it. Oh, and... Wow. Uh, I certainly wasn't going to say no going back to her place. I didn't want to be rude. And that was great. (laughs) You think he's kidding. uh, I mean, that's legit. Like, guys really do sometimes think that way. Like, well, you know. They think, oh, it's going to be rude, not I'm going to get laid. Well, there's that. I mean, come on. But even if you're not that wild. Getting laid is a little little harsh way to describe it. Mm -hmm. How about 
embrace, I, I ultimate embrace. Yes. So was the cuffing season the thing that did it for you? Was it the uh, the outlook of assertiveness? If, or was it, it the yeah. option to renew? Because like, that's my favorite. If those things weren't part of it, if it wasn't about this cuffing thing, would you be interested in another date? Yeah, but that's who she is. And, and the cuffing thing seemed to go like right around my neck from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it was more like a collar. Like I was collared, you know? Which which is <laughs> so fun for a like, night, but not everybody wants that every day. No. And that was it. It was like option to renew and it was going to be through the hall. I mean, we're already talking Valentine's and things like that. Jeez, man, let's just see what happened. Yeah. And maybe, maybe the fact we, we hooked up that night wasn't such a great indicator. Okay. It, it seemed a little bit crazy, a little bit inconsistent. Right. I don't know. Okay. She is hot though. That's a compliment, Lauren. <laughs> you are hot, but you're just too intense. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, hi, this is kind of, I don't know, this is kind of disappointing. Um, Did you feel so mischaracter or do you feel like he's off base with how he's described you? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like it was all about me at all. Like, I don't agree with that. I feel like everything I was asking was to see if we were like compatible, right? So then of course it would be about. You Don't you think you led that entire interview with your purposes? <laughs> I love that and, he calls I mean, it an interview. It's not a date anymore. Yeah. Like, like, I feel like, yes, I had a very specific intention. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I have that in my contract. Yeah. Same. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, a contract, doesn't it? First right of it refusal. It's a job interview with a contract at the end. Yeah. That was, like was a, a little you know, bit tongue-in-cheek, you know? Like, I, I was being kind of silly with that. Like, the option to review. Three-month three lease with no pets, pretty much. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I mean, you. the thing is, like, what's kind of confusing to me, I guess, is that when we were together, you seemed, like, really into all of this. And now it's seeming like... You're acting like this is like the most off base, like crazy thing you've ever experienced. And I'm pretty disappointed because I've been like really, really honest and straightforward this entire time. And I did not take you for an opportunist and a dishonest person. And you ah. let me like pay for everything on our date and then slept with me knowing that you weren't really interested apparently and I'm just like oh my god like what a waste of my time and my money and like this is very I didn't know any of it I didn't know anything and and you insisted on the we fought pretty hard on the dinner and you were that was part of your whole presentation was that you were grabbing the check and you were grabbing the plans for the rest of the night I you know I went with it and it was fun I didn't sign on for permanency that night. I mean, I don't I don't know what to say. You know, you say opportunist. Others would say, just be inflexible. <laughs> I don't know about that. I was that. agreeable I with the opportunity, I was, I was, but I wasn't an opportunity. I was, very, I was very, very clear, and it sounds like you knew that you weren't into this, and you came home with me anyway, and mm-hmm. I, I don't like that. So now we have no chance of a second date. Correct. This is not like on my no, like nope, like on my list of qualities. This is this is not going well now. Yeah, I think you each have a different perception of the reality of what happened. 
give your own version. Yeah, and I feel like it's kind of in the middle, but what's mm-hmm. done is done. And you're yeah. right. I mean, if this is how it's going to be every day, if you're going to have this clash, then, yeah, why? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Just not a match. If you get swept up in somebody, sometimes you get caught in their momentum. I got caught in your momentum and went with it, and it was fun, but it was not. I wouldn't want to be overpowered by it constantly. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? I need someone who's going to hold on. Anyway, like, this is just not. It's not. It's not. This is not it. This is not it. But like, I'm so I'm so glad that we were able to have this conversation so that I can be super clear. I was looking for clarity, so thank you. Like, this is great. Still a little thank time you. to get someone in for the season. Even though it's not a match, I still consider this a successful second date update because we've achieved clarity. And there was communication. Yes, Tim. Yes, I I really do appreciate you guys. Really, thank you. Shane, thank you for taking the call. Hey, thanks for having me. This was a blast. (laughs) (laughs) God, this guy. And uh, Lauren, appreciate you putting yourself out there and coming on. Thank you. I, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you for helping me get some answers. You too. Take it sure. easy. See ya. Yeah, all right. So if you need a little help with the second date update, all you have to do is send us an email, Jeff and Jen. At- this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Another town, so I'm excited. Oh, you driving? Yes, she's only two and a half hours away. Oh, Oh, nice. That's cool. My best friend lives six hours away, and I would get to see her nearly enough. Oh, two and a half hours is that's doable more frequently. Oh, yes, that's great. There's nothing like a best friend, right? Right. I've been there for 40 years. I love her to death. Yep, yep, yep. I hear my god, mine's like longer than that. All right. Yeah, if you win the money, you can buy her something very nice for Christmas. Oh, yes. (laughs) All right. So you know the rules. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. Don't repeat any of your answers and pass quickly, and hopefully Jeffrey will give you a really good letter. Yeah, I think you can work with this. You got the letter H. H. For holiday. Holiday. Yeah. Yes. All right. So we got 30 seconds on the clock. And I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. Yep, here we go. With the letter H. Name something you buy on Black Friday. Sunday. Something green. Hair. A meat. Pass. A drink. Hot toddy. Something wet. Hair. A store. Pass. Something you stack. Pass. Something you push. Heart. A car part. Pass. Oh, man. Yeah. That was hard. Ham for a meat. Yeah. Something ham, yes. Also something you stack. You could have said hotcakes. Oh, yeah, that would yes. be good. Stacks, oh, and stacks of hotcakes. Hotcakes. And then I was trying to think of car cake. part. I thought of Honda, but she said that already, but it's like. No, she said Hyundai. She could have used Honda. Maybe Honda? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Honda would have worked. Honda, sure. Car part Honda? Yeah. No, 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 no. I take that back. That's a brand. Sorry. <sighs> so it's not a car part? No. Yeah, that's true. And handbrake. 
Yeah. Honda steering wheel. Honda steering wheel. I don't know. No, handbrake. Handbrake would have worked. It's yeah. like a compound word. That was harder than I thought. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of hard. Yeah. Also, it's kind of, you know, holiday brain. This week being yeah. a short week, and we're all Monday. thinking about other things. Yeah. I always have holiday brain. I just have different names for it depending <laughs> on when when I have it. Yeah. Weekend brain. Yeah. But we hope you have a great time. Enjoy the holidays. Thanks. You too. All of you. And uh, we'll talk to you sooner than later, okay? All right. Thanks. Yep. See you, bye. Bye. There she goes. Yeah, speaking of holiday travel, Travel and Leisure released a feature called Where to Go in 2024. And it, it doesn't just include like the same old, same old places like New York or Disney World. Or even trendy stuff like Iceland. You know how everybody was going to Iceland there for a while. Instead, they're saying off-the-beaten-path destinations are places that thoughtful, curious travelers should seriously consider in 2024. Where are those off-the-beaten-path destinations? Believe it or not, Cleveland. What is going Cleveland, on in Cleveland, Ohio? They listed Cleveland amongst Bangkok and Istanbul as off the beaten path places to go for big city thrills. Big city thrills. Now, I guess you could argue if you were going to go to Cleveland, how could you make that fun? Well, you got the Rock Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I know we talk about this. Isn't there a river up there? Outside of that. <laughs> well, no, it's the Great Lake is up there. Uh, is that what it is? Yeah, but oh. like some it, of the food. But for the holidays. Good. Some of the food restaurants maybe. are good. They got some good restaurants up there, yeah. They got some Michael Simon restaurants, among others, that are pretty yeah. solid, pretty strong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sure the people in Cleveland are very kind during the giving season. Sure. You know, I guess you could go watch a Guardians game. I'm sure there's something you can come up. But the Browns are making like a huge comeback. They beat Pittsburgh yesterday. They beat the Ravens the week before. Look at that. I mean, you know, you've got to say something about them. Yeah, that that might have merit for someone who's not as much of a Bengals fan. I don't know. Uh, Let's see, where else? Nepal or Warsaw, Poland for cultural immersion. 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 Like to immerse yourself. If you're a nature lover, Big Sky, Montana, be prepared to shell out some money, though. That ain't cheap. I want to go there just for, like, the the beauty of it, like you're saying. No it's, question. Yeah. Like from Yellowstone. Yep. Or Mabebe, Botswana. Great place for nature lovers. I've never been to Botswana. Is it I on your... I don't even know where Botswana is. Is it on your travel list, Jeff? No, I, I'm with Jen. I don't even know where it is. Nancy messaged in me. In Africa, I would imagine. And said that the Christmas Story house is in Cleveland. So that that's, might be Oh, another. that's right. I've been there. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> I can't believe I've not been. Maybe that's what I... We might be going to Cleveland next summer. Oh, really? There is something really weird going on in my house right now. Uh, my kid has decided... That he would like to go with me 
to a bunch of New Kids on the Block concerts next summer. So he has taken a list of their concert. He's looked at a list of their concert schedule and decided that we are going to five in a row. Oh, my and gosh. he has mapped it out, and he's been on Ticketmaster showing me all of the different seats that are available that we can purchase. And the other night, he said, and it includes Cleveland. It's Cleveland, Chicago. Um, Shut here. the door. Where else? Detroit, and then outside of Pittsburgh. Well, there you go. Now, are you just going to hit the shows, or are you going to spend a little time in these cities and you well, know, enjoy I them? Don't know how the time much to enjoy time, well, I don't know how much time we're going to have, because we're going to have to leave one city to get to the next one for the concert. And he has <gasps> it all mapped up, how many hours it takes going from place to place. And I said, dude, all right, listen. It's not that I'm not down for this event, because, you know, this is my jam. This yeah. is what I do. I right. follow the new kids. Yeah, and I'm tickled and thrilled that this is something you want to experience with me. I love it. Not to I mention said, you've been doing having it for said decades. That, this is a mom thing, forever, and right? I need you to stay I home. I know, stay no. home. But, <laughs> You're going to harsh my buzz, kid. But here's the thing, you know, <laughs> instead of me paying for one ticket to all of these shows, I'll be paying for two this trip. So I'm like, all right, now here's the thing. Mom doesn't sit in crappy seats. All right, oh. mom doesn't. We will not be sitting in the lawn. This was he trying just, to pull the cheapies? Oh well, he was just trying to because I was telling him it's expensive, and he's pulling it up and showing me the tickets All are only a hundred, a hundred dollars. And oh. I'm like, eh, no, we got to sit down and really take a good look at that's this. not how mama no. rolls. Mom has to connect mom with Jordan no, mom, on mom some level, right? Like we I, need I, to feel the sweat coming off there. of Donnie Wahlberg. I got to be in it, yeah, right? in it to win it. So, also, Jacob, I won't be talking to you during the show. Oh, that he's fine. He's good with that. Because remember, I took him last time they toured. I took him up to Detroit, oh, so it's and your we fault. went. And, and he like just was the whole time wide eyed. And he loves going to concerts, which is so cool. But I said it's going to be pricey. It's going to be expensive. I said you got any? You got you know? Yeah, you're gonna money. have to step got, up your card business right. there, bud. Well, and here's what's really funny. I'm like, you got some? You got some money? And the first thing he said to me, he goes, "Go shopping for money." Oh, yeah, me too. Go yeah. shopping for money. Well, like, he really is your son. He is my son because I used to tell my mom when she'd say we didn't have money for it. I'm like, well, go to Kroger. Yeah. Because that's, that's where she used to cash checks. Right. Let's just go to Kroger and get some money. What do you mean we don't have money? That's go, awesome. Go get some. So go shopping for money. And then I'm like, well, it doesn't really work that way. He has a drawer in the house that he shoves cash in that he gets for collecting mail in the neighborhood. Oh, he went to the drawer. Oh, he went to he the brought drawer. out his own funds? Yeah. That's great. So, yeah. Do you find gonna... that the, is there a likelihood that this could happen, that you all might go on the road with each other? I'm afraid if I don't do it, I'm going to get such an earful oh, yeah. that it just might succumb. just be worth every penny to just take the vacation time and go. Just oh, do gosh. it. Just do it. Create Our kids those are memories. really pressuring us these days, Jen. <laughs> I told you over the weekend, so we all yeah. got together for Scott's birthday yesterday. And we were talking, of course, Every the, the whole buzz is Christmas. What's on your list? And where's your list? And the blah, blah, blah. And my kid is like, I want to go see Taylor Swift. Like, she's all about oh, going to her concert now. That's going to cost which you. Which is going to be insane Have for you me looked to try to do. No, why would I even, even entertain see what's the thought out there of that? Right now? I can't. It's thousands of dollars, I'm sure. Well, I love that you're, I love that you love being with your kid all the time. <laughs> because I am. <laughs> I don't have a choice. Not like you have a choice. <laughs> yeah. really but I just, you know, there are a lot of parents who are like, I love you very much, but mom needs to be alone. You know, that's a little, if you're watching Lessons in Chemistry, we're watching that with Brie Larson on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh-huh. There's her, her sign-off on her cooking show is, uh, now kids set the table, or something, I forget how she phrases it, but it's like, now children set the table, mother needs a few minutes alone now, or... <laughs> <laughs> Mom needs some time to herself. Yes. Now.
Um, and speaking of that, mm-hmm. since we're talking about that, three years ago, in the heart of the pandemic, uh, everyone was kind of jokingly acting upset about not being able to get together with extended family for the holidays. Or maybe mm-hmm. that was a good thing. I don't know. Maybe it was. It's like, oh, we're not going to be able to go see grandma this year. Bummer. <laughs> she never liked me anyway. <laughs> uh, but now we're, le- we're, we're, we're back to letting our true feelings be known. In this latest survey, 45% of Americans, that's almost half, half of Americans would bail on holiday gatherings with family and friends so that they could take a vacation solo. Oh, wow. Almost half of us. Want to take a solo vacation? I do dig a good solo vacation. But instead of being with our family? Well, 63% of people say, sadly, they will be traveling with family. See, you like your family. That's the difference. And I like my family. So that my family's very small. Mm -hmm. You know, it's me and mom and Jacob. But but you can love your family and still want a little time to yourself. Like, don't get me wrong. I want to take the solo vacation. I just don't want to do it during Thanksgiving. Have you ever gone all by yourself somewhere on vacation? No. No. I, yeah, I, I've stayed at hotel rooms by myself before, like just me. Yeah. Yeah. Like for a night. I mean, probably the most adventurous one I did by myself is when I went to Costa Rica all by myself. That's pretty good. But, you know, when I go all by, all by myself somewhere, I'm still, like, ending up in a place where there's a lot of people. Like, I go to events, mm-hmm. you know, and take, Conferences. Cla- take classes. Right. And there's other people there. Jeff, you did it. Did it remember went when you... Went to Amsterdam. You... Yeah, I uh, I went to the Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, kind of zigzagged all over the country, did not just Amsterdam. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think it's good. I think it's fun. I think it's healthy. And I came back so excited wanting to take... Kristen to Amsterdam Mm -hmm. and I eventually did years later and that's the thing like we both are good doing things on our own but the funny thing is it always comes full circle because guess who that first phone call is right sure and then that's the thing that I enjoy about going places without Scott is I come back and I'm like oh my god we have to go there together right Mm -hmm. because they had so many fun things um but I mean I would do that sometimes the holiday you know when the kids were younger and you know, she she was dealing with shared custody, and I was kind of on a different schedule. It was not uncommon for us to spend the holidays in separate places. Yeah. And it was just, you know, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily go overseas, but I might sneak out to the West Coast for a week. Sure. While she and the kids were in Florida. Yeah. Um, but 77% of Americans say that by the time the holidays roll around, they need a vacation <laughs> that, you know, their idea of a vacation is not traveling with family. No offense. Yeah. In fact, 49% of people anticipate needing a break from their partner. And 46% said they will need a break from their kids. Doesn't oh. mean you don't love them. Doesn't mean you don't love spending the holidays with them. Yeah. But holidays are stressful. And, you know, I overheard Fritchie even this morning saying, I just got to get through this week. <laughs> just got to get through this week. Because, because there's gotta, a lot going on, yes. right? Yeah. Between work. Yes. And the Getting responsibility the of. ready. Exactly. Yes. You know, cleaning, cooking. I, I just have a whole to-do list of all the things I got to get ready. Yeah. Right. Not to mention I'm dealing with this sinus drainage, which is not fun either. Right. And you want to feel 100%. Yes, you mm-hmm. were ready to party your pants off. And mm-hmm. if given the choice, more people would prefer taking a vacation 
over receiving physical gifts to one rap. I can see that. There you go. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.